0: Welcome to Laughing Your Mask Off, the podcast where you talk to comedians about navigating the world of comedy since the pandemic. I'm Katherine Cowan. And I'm Carly Palestina. And today we are talking to the fun loving, horny but don't touch him, Dylan Adler. Woo!
1: Hello. Dylan. Thank you so much. For that introduction. That's all I want people to know. I'm really <laughs> I'm happy to be here.
0: We're <laughs> so happy you're here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Thank you.
0: Um yeah, we're we're so glad you're here. Uh just to dive right in, uh could you share a little bit about yourself, like your background, where are you from, how did you get started in comedy? Um, tell us about you.
1: Totally, totally. So um, I'm from a suburb outside of San Francisco called San Rafael, and um, I, um, I grew up there, and then I moved to New York for college. I went to um, NYU for music composition, and, and kind of my dream was to, I wanted to be at first a film scorer, But then I really transferred into I want to be a I want to compose musicals I want to be a songwriter and that was like really like my my like a dream for a long um for a long time but then kind of midway in college I took one like elective acting class and there was an improv kind of um there's an improv um section of it and then I, I thought it was so fun. and then some kids in the class were like, "Oh, we're gonna go to an improv jam at the people's improv theater. Let's go. And so then I went with them and it was so much fun and I wanted to go to more. And then eventually I took an improv class and then I start and then I met like some people who became like my first comedy friends. and then we went to open mics together, so I started stand up. But that's kind of how I started. Um, doing that I think that was like 2017 and I just like haven't um, I just have not stopped since <laughs> yeah
0: that's great why did you um, well because just because I know you're from California what drew you to New York and NYU and everything
1: yeah well I actually thought like I would go to a Southern California school because I always really liked Southern California and I liked the vibe of it and I actually didn't think I would even get into, I didn't think I would get into the music composition program at NYU, but, um, or even like imagine myself being in New York. But um, once I got in, like I thought it was the program, music composition program that I liked the most because they were very eclectic. They weren't just, they offered a lot of, they offered teachers in film scoring and um, orchestral music, but also, songwriting and musical theater composition and kind of that. So I liked how eclectic that they they were in that. Oh,
0: yeah, that's awesome. Um, Yeah. 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 Sounds like a lot of fun. Um, And so then we know as we've spoken to you that you've done some some musical comedy. Um, Is that I assume that was influenced by your time as a musician, how are you still doing musical comedy? Like how, mm-hmm. how did, I don't know, how did your time in college as a musician and like that mm-hmm. transition into comedy, how are they kind of weaving together?
1: Totally a thousand percent. So when I was first doing stand-up, I actually was just doing jokes first. And like I was doing, and you know, the jokes would go okay. Like it was fine. Like it was, um, but, There's a place that I used to go to called The Creek in the Cave. It's now closed, but they have a piano on stage. And one time I was like, ah, you know what? Let me just try a comedy song. And it got like a bigger response than like any of my jokes had ever done. So I'm like, oh, maybe I should like (laughs) do some of this more. And then like, I think um, also I think the cool thing about doing music at, at mics and stuff was it was different. So even if it didn't go well or bad, like people were paying attention when like, oh, this bitch is sitting down on the piano he's gonna do. So Um, it was, um, but then like, I really throughout time, like started to like write more and more songs. And now for the most part, my act is like mostly music. Like I'd say like 70% music, 30% jokes. But now I've been kind of, again, writing more jokes to fill in the space in between the songs, as opposed to, um, I go through phases of like, I just want to write songs, and then I'm like, I don't want to write songs, I just want to write jokes. So right now I'm like kind of in my like, I just want to write jokes kind of phase.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. That's so awesome. Yeah. Um, are Are you gonna keep going or? I don't know if I interrupted
1: you. Oh, no, that's it. That's it.
0: Cool. Um, No, I was going to say, like, Carly and I talked a little bit about this off the pod, about um, how, like, if you're watching a show, it's kind of nice to have, like, like, when you watch a comedy show, it's so, Mm -hmm. like, person talking after person talking. And, like, unless someone's, like, pretty standout, you're kind of, like, you can kind of start to, like, zone out. Um, Sure, sure. Yeah, Yeah. and I feel like music really breaks it up into, like,
1: yeah music does I mean I found like at the very least it's like people are like, Oh, <laughs> there's music oh this is different yeah. you know at the very least and like you know it um I really do yeah I, I enjoy some people do actually kind of like hate musical comedy, which is fine yeah. but um i I do like find that it does bring like another element to to shows where it's like, you know, they, they have stand ups and stuff. So Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. no, it, I think it definitely it definitely brings something, um, like another element to it for sure. Um like, musical comedy you- is just so great. Like it's Oh,
1: cool. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I love musical comedy too. Yeah. I'm a fan of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's 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 um I've always loved um I've always like Tim Minchin. I really love. I yeah. really like. Um, I like like Weird Al and stuff. So Bo Burnham's good too. Like yeah, I've, yeah. I've always all always, the classics. All the classics. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I. I. So true. Um yeah, I I definitely, definitely relatable. Um, mm-hmm. love musical comedy. I had another question I was gonna say and I was trying to think think if, if it was gonna come back. Oh, it was I remember no. Um mm-hmm. this is this is not we didn't talk about this before, so you know well, I don't know if you would answer to this, but do you like a lot of the time when I talk about being like like because I also do like a little bit of musical comedy, but I haven't done mm-hmm. it really on stage, but people are like, you should put that. On like TikTok or YouTube Mm -hmm. or like try and build an internet presence that's going to help you like with Mm -hmm. your comedy have you done that at all and if so what are what is your feeling about it
1: yes so it was really like I would see before pandemic like I would see comedians who really had a big online presence and I I guess I, I mean, I really didn't, I, 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 you know, I didn't focus on like online presence that much before pandemic, but during pandemic it's like, well, I guess that's all I can do, I guess at this time, just make videos. Um, so I feel like, you know, when it comes to posting videos online of like, it could be like you filmed your set and you post it online on TikTok, or like you film yourself on the piano, just doing something indoors, and and you post it. I, you know, I personally like, you know, there's nothing that replaces like the thing of like performing and writing, like you know, doing that. That is like like always the most exciting to me. But I did like gain like a respect for people who really churn out online content, and I feel like I kind of got into the muscle of like. Trying to make videos and trying to like I don't know tweet or whatever and do that, but um I I was doing it way more when I was <laughs> just living at home and um but now that I'm, I'm back in New York and like having to work again and teach piano and do and like you know do shows at night I'm I'm way less I kind of let online stuff fall to the wayside.
0: Maybe makes yeah. total sense also because like life is out there to be yeah exactly
1: oh. yeah 100 percent.
0: do you feel have you been able to like bring your music musical comedy to different like festivals and stuff or different state like i know we were talking before about how uh, you participated in the new york comedy festival
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah
0: comedy there
1: yeah. I was able to do musical comedy there. Um, I did one. Well, there was actually like a musical comedy show at the New York Comedy Festival, which was super fun and cool. So everyone was a musical comic. Um, and then I did a show with my be- with my best friend Kelly that she hosted called um, uh, Rape Jokes by Survivors that I did. And it was so much fun. And that I did my musical comedy act there too. So yeah I think people when they book me they're like oh yeah this guy does musical stuff so he's that that's what he's gonna do so they like it kind of expected it
0: awesome how was um the festival like uh how was New York Comedy Festival how did you get involved with it how did it yeah how how did that happen and how was it
1: (laughs) yeah so basically I got involved with it just because people who were hosting shows for the New York Comedy Festival just happened to know me, like my friend Kelly, my friend Sally Ann was hosting a show there. So that's how um, I was able to get involved. And it was so fun. It was, it was fun and it was like, it just actually kind of felt like a really fun regular show, but it just happened to be New York Comedy Festival. So um, yeah, it was super fun. Both shows were, were so were so great.
0: That's awesome. Um, Yeah, we talk, we we try and ask people about festivals on here because I feel like that's such like a, I don't know, like a higher up thing people are like trying to do when there's so mm-hmm. much, like, there's like so much weird um, like intricacies towards like how you get into these festivals. And, like, yeah. After and like what you get from them versus what you don't. Um, totally.
1: And honestly, I feel like some of my friends who I know are like, are very like, oh, this festival, this festival, I've never really been, like, that festival focused, because I'm, like, (laughs) am I I making money from this? Like, am I gonna (laughs) lose money on a fucking plane ticket, like, going to this festival? I mean, like, uh, so I just, like, I've been less festival focused than other people that I know, but I know that it is, like, it can be a very cool and fun experience, and It is like, I do enjoy, though, performing in other states and going on the road. I went to Maine, like, two months ago to do a show in Portland that was so much fun. And it's like, the vibe is so different from New York, but they're all, but it's like, oh, they're they're down to get crazy and, like, you know, so, yeah, that's something I do enjoy. But, yeah, I guess maybe I should get more, like festival festival you
0: know it's, it's so funny because there's some people who you talk to as i'm sure you know yeah and as you kind of mm-hmm. mentioned who are like i'm so focused on this festival or like i have like friends who are like all i want to do is be on just for laughs and like yeah 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 yeah. you know and then they're like once i'm on just for laughs then i'll get on jimmy fallon and blah. blah. like they're like this is the trajectory yeah um, yeah which I mean, whether it is or is not, I have no idea. Like, people have had success, people have not. A lot of the time, I'm like, I'm spending $40 to be in this festival.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And the thing about like, Yeah, it's, like, trajectories are also, I mean, like, undoubtedly, JFL does help you, and it's, like, it's a good, like, stepping stone for your career, but also, I think, is, like, a lot, so many comics have proven, and, like, throughout time, like, trajectories are never, um, are never linear, like, you can get something from, like, some unexpected way, like by just continuing to perform and write and do what you do and get out there and like create content and whatever avenue, they're like more avenues that are available. So it's not just like um, this one thing you gotta get, you know?
0: Yeah. Like comedy is just so really any arts field specifically is just so personalized. Like Mm -hmm. totally. you, you go to, you come to find out that it's like these People don't find me funny. These people do find me funny. This is sure. my limit. like. Festivals are good for me. Festivals, like, I eh, give or take. Like, and I think it's such. It kind of goes with the whole. Nothing is linear because there mm-hmm. is the, like, oh my god, you didn't. You're not a You're not spending every dime you make on going to these festivals. Saying sure. it's someone yeah. who's currently spending every dime on trying to go to festivals, but like, <laughs> but that and but the thing is, like, I I love doing it, but I also see how. Yeah. It's not, there's everyone's path is just so different, and that doesn't mean like right or wrong, it's just simply like different comedy. (laughs) I will say
1: 100%.
0: I was, I will say, with a very, very, very strong opinion that I think that real life festivals, there's always something you can get out of them. Zoom festivals are not that way, like, (laughs) yeah. I'm like, at least in a real festival, like when you like you could be like a really random festival and like at the very least they like you get off the stage you talk to the other comics talk to people who are running it you like have to go to a place you see a different place you see how the room is like yeah I've been on zoom festivals where I'm just like what are we doing here like no one is Mm -hmm. paying attention the audience is all brought by one person and like you know and I'm like I don't even and you had to pay $20 to be in it and you're just kind of like what am I oh
1: my god that's (laughs) that's very, that's very annoying.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm passionately yeah. against Zoom festivals. But I know.
1: That's, cr- oh yeah, sorry. Um, I was just like, Zoom, like Zoom, Um. when pandemic hit, there was like, Zoom shows that were happening. And honestly, because like, some of them were actually very fun. If the audience was unmuted, if you could do... Some of them, you're like, oh my God, kill me because the only audience is the comics. And it's like, yeah. what am I doing here? But I felt like Zoom shows have kind of like... They're like getting less and less frequent. And the, the last Zoom show I did, the audience like was the comics. And it's like, <laughs> oh Jesus. Like, <laughs> I think it's kind of coming to a close, you know?
0: yeah. Well speaking of zoom comedy and mm. pandemic how did you keep comedy alive
1: Yeah Yeah I mean I was I was trying to like make more videos I was like trying to make videos I was like tweeting a little bit as a comment and then like I would sometimes do a zoom show or like um even like host one like and stuff and um and in that way I think it was I felt a little trepidatious, like bringing new material to Zoom shows um, because I'm like, well, what if like they're muted, then I don't have a real gauge. Um, <laughs> but I feel like, yeah, I would I would do that. And sometimes they were actually really fun and I feel really cool getting off them. And sometimes, oh, one time I got Zoom bombed uh, and it was horrible. And my literal aunt was watching And like you know, the Zoom bomber was throwing out racial slurs and homophobic shit, and like put on porn on the screen. Like it was just horror. It was just like horrible. Um, And uh, and like my fucking aunt was watching, and so that was just the worst night of my life. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Zoom sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We love it for the podcast
1: yes yeah for the podcast it's great for recording shit their stocks have gone through the roof since this all happened um but yeah when it comes to shows like compared to live shows it's like oh my god like doing zoom shows that i sometimes would do a live show then come home to do a zoom show it's like oh my god this is not this is like the it's like such a like a like a downer compared to the energy of a live show
0: so true yeah, no, I totally, I, I 100% agree. It's also, like, what I don't, what like, one of the things that I hated about Zoom shows, too, was that, like, when you were doing a live show, the show would end, and you'd be like, hi, good job, oh, great, thanks for having me, and it's, like, so friendly and fun, whereas, like, Zoom shows end, and you're like, okay, bye, and close your laptop. Yeah,
1: and then like, it's just dark, and you have to turn off your ring light, and you're like, okay, I'm gonna make myself some ramen, I guess, <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like, Yeah, it is. It is that vibe.
0: So I also like remember so, so strongly during like January, February, like when I would work from home all day and then Mm. as soon as I would sign off of work from home would be like Zoom mic, Zoom mic, Zoom show like and then be on Zoom doing comedy until like 11 p.m. just like staring at my computer. Just staring
1: at a screen. it's It's draining it's yeah. so
0: drain I like very draining oh my god I, I I'm Jewish but like a little bit like not su- like not super religious I'm also half started- Jewish I'm
1: half Jewish oh really yeah
0: wait awesome you yeah. guys are so, so, so similar, are similar. Like, holy like, shit like, so
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm also like not super super like religious like no. but I'm like I'm know, like am we Monica like, Hanukkah and Passover and yeah
0: yeah yeah I'm like I like I know what it is and like I know how it you know like,
1: like yeah <laughs> know
0: is, but I'm not like yeah I, I don't practice really at all but what I was going to say is okay yeah. you go with your question wait though. can
1: I tell just a funny story so we were doing we were celebrating um Passover um over quarantine and like all like my Jewish family and like Jewish friends came over and we were like can we like they were talking about the story of Passover and then my mom who's like not Jewish walked in. She was like, No offense. Can we uh talk about something
0: else? This is <laughs>
1: it's kind of a downer, guys. <laughs> so but I'm sorry, total tangent, but I just remember that. It was like so that's the vibe. <laughs> so funny.
0: That's yeah. yeah. I like literally so like, I were very non religious. My parents, like a year ago-ish, started identifying as Judeo Christian agnostic. Um they, like <laughs> We're like yeah. not really, uh, That's all the That's the level of Jewish we are, just to be like people.
1: a multi hyphen. Yeah.
0: Uh, oh my God, too many hyphens. Um, but my point is that I started observing Shabbat so that I would not mm. look at my computer screen as much because I was spending so much time looking at my like literally, I was like, it's Shabbat.
1: Oh, I can't,
0: I can't go on my computer. That's um, like, that
1: That's is good. how much
0: time I was spending on Zoom. So that Holy I was like, shit. I can get. I can't, I need to have a day where I like don't look at a single screen.
1: Oh my Um, God, no, I completely agree with that. Also a completely different tangent. I did a Hanukkah show. and the rabbi was so fucking cute when, and he was like giving a sermon. I'm like, oh my God, this rabbi is so cute. And then I looked him up online and he's known as the grinder rabbi. Oh
0: my God. And
1: he's like a very, it's like a very like, you know it's very um reform Jewish um, synagogue. And then afterwards we were kind of flirting after the show. So it's like, oh my God, I'm going to marry this rabbi. You know,
0: incredible. Yeah. Wait, is this a sh- like a what was it like a show like a comedy show? it was
1: a comedy show and they had some jewish comedians go on to perform during the um during the ser- like after the sermon <laughs>
0: that's a fun synagogue
1: i know it was like a super cool ref- it was like they were ref- totally reformed
0: that's Reform
1: jewish cool. church it was great
0: just the classic jewish comedy after the service
1: exactly you know what it's part of the culture yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like,
0: literally though yeah
1: yeah 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 yeah
0: um yeah we're a little we're a little derailed here.
1: oh yeah i'm sorry totally going off up <laughs> no rails. no no
0: we love it we <laughs> love, we're here for it um but anyway do we have any more questions about zoom carly about the pandemic honestly it's really more just like do you think zoom after all of this yeah, do you, yeah. Do you you kind of do you think Zoom's gonna stick around or do you think it's already out the door?
1: I think it is already out the door. I really do. It's like I just feel like p- people are not really attending them and like people's like desire to host them is just like not there. And people would watch Zoom shows because they miss live comedy or they're like, but now it's like people can see like live comedy if you're wearing a mask and you're vax like you can do it but yeah that's it's I think it's at the door for sure
0: yeah I've even been seeing like like zoom like I used to do zoom mics sometimes and it was like mm-hmm. I had something else to do and it was like easier to fit in your schedule and it's like, totally zoom mics I was doing don't even have they're like not even around anymore
1: yeah oh yeah 100 <laughs> yeah. yeah so yeah
0: it's kind of wild yeah. I, know. I think it's at
1: the door which is like oh it was like nice at the time but now it does feel like I can't imagine like coming from like a live hot show home to like a zoom show with three people watching and they're all muted and they're all comics (laughs) you know I could not like that would suck
0: yeah for sure I know it's like now that live comedy is back I'm like this is all I want to do ever again
1: Oh 100%. Uh, but yeah, it's like, ah, uh, this is this is the drug. <laughs>
0: yeah, literally, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So much. Um, but now that we are in a post-pandemic world, mm-hmm. what are you up to and how has your comedy life changed since the pandemic?
1: Totally. So, um, during the pandemic, I was able to get uh, get a manager, which I didn't have before. Um, and um, I think that's changed a lot of things for me because, well, I think it, everyone's experience is different, but I, I really, really like um, my manager and I think he's very like, he's kind of like, he's pushing me to write a lot and like kind of write a pilot and like, um, so I've been like, when it comes to comedy, like I used to before pandemic, pretty much before I had any management, I was like, pretty much just like, I just, I'm solely focusing on my jokes on these shows, on writing new songs, on like writing new material, that was like my sole focus when it came to comedy, Um, and maybe applying to something here and there, but like pretty much that, but now I've kind of like, oh, okay, like I really, maybe I should kind of focus on like, how could I, maybe I got, I I like taking an acting class and focusing on that, because, because of auditions, or how do I um, work on a pilot, and like, uh, so there are things that I'm like trying to like, I'm also still like focused on writing new material, but there's like other things that I'm like, oh shit, like I, I um, okay, I, I, I should write and I should still make videos. And like, I guess thinking there's like more things I've been juggling and thinking about. Does that make sense? Am I just like totally, no, that I guess makes that's,
0: yeah. Total
1: I guess that's kind of how it's changed for me a, a little bit. I've been like um, thinking of, thinking about like more like, Um, and yeah, I guess that's, that's it, period. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: That's awesome. So what, what are some of your like favorite projects you're working on that are like coming out from having a manager and this sort of like new you?
1: Yes. Yes. Um, well, the things I'm actually most excited about are like new jokes and like that, that's always like the most immediate, most exciting thing for me. I'm also so excited about, um... I'm really excited about um, me and my friends, Kelly's show that we do, uh Victims are Horny 2, that I was doing before pandemic and we still do after the pandemic. And I'm excited about um, um, possibly like the prospect of auditioning and acting and, and doing that. And I'm also writing a pilot about me and my gay twin brother that I really like. So I think those are the things that I'm, that I'm kind of looking forward to and that I'm excited about, yeah.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Hey, that's so, honestly, it's so great to hear people that are like, it's back and like things are happening. It's it's, just, it's honestly so fun. This is It's so fun to talk to people.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is fun to talk to people about how it's like, oh my God, it's back to, it's back to like the, the speed, the speed of things again. Totally.
0: Yeah. And especially since it was down, like there was no speed for so long. And every conversation, oh, yeah. like, what did you do today? It's like sat in my house. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. To- totally, totally. 100%. It's so it's
0: just so exciting. I know you've t- you've spoken about your family very loosely, like they've come up. How mm-hmm. do your parents feel about you doing comedy? <laughs> yeah,
1: so I am actually pretty fortunate in that. Well, actually, OK, so I was doing music for a while and then when I was like, I really want to focus on comedy, they were like, oh, okay. they're like a little bit. But I'm like very fortunate that they they are like pretty supportive parents and like they will like come to like comedy shows that I do. And like they, you know, my also my like, you know, so I'm very I think I'm pretty supportive. I'm like very lucky when it comes to that regard. And also my mom is like a big laugher. She like laughs at a lot of things. Like, so it's like, you know, she's, um, yeah, she's fun. And she also will literally like pitch jokes to me. Like I have a, she like pitched like, Dylan, the last line should not be swim income. It should be win income, swim (laughs) income makes no sense. It's choppy. So she'll literally like pitch (laughs) jokes to me. She's, it's it's pretty funny.
0: that's so funny I um my mom I don't think has ever come to see a comedy show I think because mm-hmm. I don't think she would do well in like a club you know like I think like, <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> yeah sure like I don't know
1: yeah sure <laughs> are
0: you, are you here? That's, that's cool you're, you're, your parents are are very cool about it I know they come see, see you and stuff
1: oh wait say that again sorry
0: like, your parents come like come see your shows and everything
1: they do they do it's very very fun they've seen like my same set before and like um like my (laughs) like she'll film and like she'll like I even incorporate her into the set and like I like have a song about like um being gay and I'm like oh my god guys I haven't come out to my mom yet which is totally not true and then in (laughs) the audience she's like what which gets like a huge (laughs) laugh I'm like okay my mom cannot be getting like a bigger laugh than me which just happened <laughs> you know <laughs> so she's like she's very funny yeah i'm i'm very i'm I'm pretty lucky in that regard
0: yeah yeah that's awesome yeah does anyone else in your family do anything like in the arts or they just support um
1: they um not really i mean my dad plays guitar and sings a little bit my mom first taught me piano because she knows piano and then like the first lesson she did forced me to take but then i did me and my twin brother eventually grew to love it and it now is like you know I we we love piano and stuff but um yeah I guess they're 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 like they are appreciate. they love like art and stuff and they we they love like you know seeing shows and comedy they're 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 like both big laughers they like they laugh at a lot of stuff so I think um yeah that's that's what my parents are like that's
0: awesome yeah kind of best case scenario
1: <laughs> i know it's nice but they yeah. have they've been to some rough improv shows that i did when i was <laughs> doing improv <laughs> you know like in a basement um but uh yeah they, they I'm, I'm lucky that they they like they're supportive and that they like coming to shows
0: It's so nice yeah i was in an improv group um for a while and my family still doesn't, they're, they're so supportive, but they always, they don't know that I was part of that. Like they do, but I'm like, oh yeah, my improv group. And they're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, that thing I was part they're of. They're like, you know there. jazz? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm so sorry. Yeah, um,
1: <laughs> that's
0: funny. <laughs> but yeah, switching gears a little bit. What would you say is the thing that you love the most and or struggle with the most in comedy?
1: Yeah, okay, something that I've actually been struggling with right now. Well, writing is always, like, kind of, like, um, okay, right now, what my biggest struggle, I think, is, is learning, like, when do I say yes to stuff and when do I say no? Because, like, there's the thing of, like, there are, there's some things that I'm doing that are for money and some things that aren't for money, and there's some things that are, like, because like a lot of the time it's like I feel kind of exhausted and like a little depleted and stuff Um, and there's some things like what do I say yes to and what's you know is it because I feel like when I was first kind of like do like saying I have the muscle of just like yes yes every opportunity is like good and like take any shitty performing opportunity it's fine just say yes 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 and I think It was good at the time, but I also feel like I'm sometimes juggling too many things and I also have to like work and teach piano and like do things, like send tracks to people for money and like send like jingles to come. So I'm like, I'm trying to like balance and figure out the line of like, what do, what is, what should I say yes to as a matter of like, what is gonna make money? Cause I, I do need it and also like, what is going to also like excite me and like fill me up and like what feels like, um, so I guess that's what I'm struggling with a little bit um, right now, trying to figure out like the balance of that as well as like um, what my process in writing is because I've kind of felt like a little bit like, um, like I'm writing new stuff, but I also like, I wanna write a new song again. So I'm just like, should I just like, I sometimes will self edit, it's like, no, not a good, no. It's like, should I just like go out there and like do the thing and like, fuck it? Who cares if it's like shit at first? Cause all the songs I like that I do right now kind of started out that way. So I think those are kind of the things I've been, um, yeah, wrestling with a little bit in comedy. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's awesome. And clearly, I mean, you're doing great. Like clearly you're <laughs> um, through and it's all okay. Um, but, you know, hearing hearing that you also have things that you struggle with, I'm sure is very um, inspiring to our, to our newer comers to comedy podcast Mm -hmm. Um, on that same note. Is there anything that like any advice that you would give to aspiring comedians or alternatively, what's the best advice you've ever gotten?
1: Totally, totally. So for me, the best advice that I've ever gotten and that's helped me the most is It was actually during like an improv workshop thing where the guy was like, you have to do what you actually find funny. Like, what is the thing that makes you actually like, what is your own sense of humor? What makes you cry laughing? Like, what is the thing that you want to hear and want to say on stage? Because I think for a little bit when it came to even improv or stand-up, like, I was like, oh, what's going to make this group of, like, straight people at this mic at the Grizzly Pear laugh? That's what I'm going to say. But it's, like, once I started, like, kind of aiming for, like, what what is actually the thing that makes me laugh really hard? And, like, what's the thing that I actually... And even if it feels like, oh, maybe that's, like, too weird. Maybe that's just me. Like, that's, like, crazy that I would say that. Or, like... But it's like, that is actually the thing that's like, that um, makes you kind of, um, that's like your own sense of humor and that's like your own voice. And that's, I always say like, follow that impulse to like, do the thing that actually makes you laugh the hardest. Even if you feel like, oh my God, no one is gonna get it. No one is like, this is so crazy. Or like, I'd say to always follow that. And also like, you know, um this was what I did when I started out but I would like do every I would like do I would go to a space that definitely was like not a safe space and like do my shit and like fuck it I'm gonna go to another thing now it's like and also like you know I've been a part of spaces where it's like we created our own space that does feel like a nice and that's also really great but at when I was starting out I would just kind of like say yes to everything and um, that's just kind of what I, I'm not sure if I, I'd actually recommend it, but that's just what I did. And it's like, yeah, it's just more, more um, performing experience I think is is beneficial, but um, that was so long-winded. But I think the most important thing is like, yeah, following your own sense of humor. Amazing. Yeah.
0: That's great advice. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, unfortunately, we're coming to the end of our time here Mm-hmm. So, is there anything you want to promote? Um, social media shows. Yeah. Yes. Shows. I don't know.
1: Definitely. Um. Uh, so I have uh, for socials that you can follow me on Instagram at dolanadother underscore or on Twitter at dolanadother six. And I have a show coming up with my friend Kelly called uh, "Rape Victims Are Horny 2 that we do. It's like a musical comedy hour about healing from trauma. And it's at The Caveat on August 19th at 9.30. And there's a ticket link to it in my bio of my Instagram. So yeah, that's where you can buy tickets. But yeah, uh, um, that's all I have coming up. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you
0: so much for being here. Thank you. This was great. Thank you for listening to Laughing Your Mask Off. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a good review. To keep up with our hosts, follow Katherine at Katherine.Cowan and Carly at CarlyPolestina on Instagram. See you next week.